everyone. This is Coach Nikki and welcome back to our online youth service. We are so excited because we are entering a new series called Here Now. Ang pag-uusapan natin dito are the different kingdom parables na pinreach mismo ni Jesus Christ to the people during the time in the Bible. And now, this is very important and I believe this is very timely, especially in our uh, lives right now, in our nation. There are a lot of changes that we are experiencing, whether personally, in our family, in our community, in our nation, even in the nations of the whole world. And now, this is very important because this is one of the central messages of Jesus Christ when He was still living here on earth and when He was doing His ministry with all the changes that are happening or that we are experiencing right now. One thing that is for sure that is unchanging and is constantly at work here in our lives, in our world right now, and it's the kingdom of God. Yan yung pag-uusapan natin no, for the next six weeks in this series. It's very important na mapag-usapan natin to because this will entail a lot of things about how we live out our lives, especially as children of God, especially for those of us who have a relationship with Jesus Christ. But the question is this, what is the kingdom of God? Maybe for some of you, no, naririnig nyo na to even before, pero you haven't really understood, no, or uh, that have that deeper understanding. Ano bang ano nga ba talaga ang kingdom ni God? And anong ibig sabihin nun sa buhay natin bilang mga Kristiano? And today we're gonna start this week with one parable of Jesus Christ, the parable of the sower. And we're gonna read that from Matthew. Uh, chapter 13, verses 2 to 9. Let me read this to all of us. Verse 2, And great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground where they did not have much soil, much soil and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. Verse 6, But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns. Mga tinik naman daw. And the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Let's all bow down our heads and let's pray. Heavenly Father, maraming maraming salamat for your word for us today. Lord, I pray that you would open the hearts of your people. Holy Spirit, minister to each and every one of us and give us understanding to what you are telling us through this scripture. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You see, during this time, no, there were a lot of people already following Jesus Christ. Kung saan pumupunta si Jesus Christ, pag narinig nila, pupunta din sila doon. And they would uh, love to hear kung ano yung sasabihin ni Jesus. And so during these times, Jesus Christ was talking to them in parables. And he started this with uh, sharing to them the parable of the sower. Jesus was talking about a sower that sow seeds. Nagtatanim ng mga buto or sa Tagalog, binhi. No? At dinescribe niya na may apat na klase daw ng soil o lupa 
every time no, na nagtatanim tayo ng buto or ng binhi. So, dinescribe to ni Jesus Christ into four different soils. Number one is this, sabi dun sa verse 4, di ba? And he sowed some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Yung unang klase daw ng soil or, or ng lupa is uh, yung mga seeds were sowed along the path or sa tabi ng daan. Okay? Sabi doon, pag may dumating na mga ibon at uh, nung, uh, dun sa mga seeds na yun, kinain ito ng mga ibon at uh, nawala na agad. Okay? Ibig sabihin, walang nangyari dun sa buto. Hindi pa nga siya uh, nagsasprang up or hindi pa nga siya tumutubo. Nakain na siya ng mga ibon kasi nga napunta dun sa daan. Okay? The second kind of soil or lupa is this. In verse 5, other seeds fell on rocky ground. Mabato naman, okay? Mabatong lugar. Walang, um, uh, itong mabatong lugar na to, syempre kapag doon napunta yung buto or yung binhe, masyadong mababaw yung lupa, okay? So, ma tumutubo naman, tumubo naman daw yung binhe, pero mabilis lang, okay? Pero mabilis din tong namatay or nawala. Why? Kasi nga, mababaw. Okay? Yung roots niya or yung ugat niya, hindi masyadong nakakapit doon sa soil. Kaya naman, nung dumating yung araw, nasunog agad, tas nawala itong binhi na to, hindi siya nagbear ng, uh, ng fruit. Okay? So that's the second type of soil. The third is this. Other seeds fell among thorns. Okay? Napunta naman sila sa magandang lupa. Okay? Kaso nga lang, yung nakapaligid sa lupa na yun ay puro tinik. Lupang may matitinik na damo o halaman. Kaya nung lumalago na siya or nung tumutubo na siya, na-choke siya. Okay? Uh, I want you to imagine no, kapag yung may mga tinik na halaman, no, tapos may tutubo na, na isang halaman doon, hindi makapag-grow uh, ng mabuti, hindi makapag-spread out yung leaves or branches niya. Why? Kasi nga, na-choke siya or napipigilan siya ng mga tinik na yun. So, itong klase daw na to ng uh, binhe na lumaki sa uh, may matitinik na damo or halaman, lumago pero hindi nagtuloy-tuloy. Lastly, the, ta- the last kind of soil is this in verse 8. Others, other seeds fell on a good soil and produce grain. Okay? Itong good soil na to or mataba or mabuti or magandang lupa, okay? lumago at namunga ng marami. It grew healthy, hindi lang siya lumago, pero nagbear pa siya ng fruit. Okay? Marami pa siyang uh, uh, ano to, prutas or tumubo siya ng mas maganda. Now, itong description na to na binigay sa atin ni Jesus Christ through this parable, ano kaya ang ibig sabihin nito? What do these things mean? First is this, no? We have to understand that the seeds or yung binhe, ang tinutukoy doon mismo ni Jesus Christ, it's the very word of God. The seeds, okay? Sabi nga, it's the parable of the sower. So, yung sower na to, meron siyang itinatanim ng mga seeds o mga binhe. Ang ibig sabihin nun ay yung salita mismo ng Panginoon. Jesus Christ was telling the crowd that in the kingdom of God, listen to this, in the kingdom of God, His word will be preached to people. His word is being sown or tinatanim or natatanim here in this world. But here's the thing, yung apat na iba, iba-ibang uh, description ng lupa or ng soil, 
represents na hindi lahat tayo na tao ay pare-pareho ang pagtanggap sa salita ng Panginoon. People have different responses when we hear or when we hear uh, when we hear or know about the word of God. That's why Jesus has to explain it this way when this time he was now talking to the disciples. Let's jump into Matthew chapter 13 verses 18 to 23. Dito na inexplain ni Jesus Christ. Ano bang ibig sabihin nitong dinescribe ni Jesus Christ na apat na klase ng lupa or ng soil? What does this mean especially to all of us? Verse 18, look at this. Hear them the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. First daw, dun daw sa lupa, okay? Or dun sa mga buto or binhi na napunta doon sa lupa lang, sa lupa lang along the path or sa daan. Ano daw nangyari doon? Ito daw yung mga klase ng tao na narinig nila yung salita ng Panginoon. They were able to hear it but they did not receive it. Okay? They only heard it. Alam, I think may sinasabi tayo. Pumasok dito sa uh, kabilang tenga, tas lumabas lang sa ka- kabila. Okay? Kunyari, pumasok sa kanta, lumabas lang sa kaliwa. Hindi natin binigyan ng uh, pag-uunawa or hindi natin tinanggap ang salita ng Panginoon. So, Satan or the enemy has snatched the word of God away from us. Yung may pagkakataon na sana tayo na mag-respond okay? or unawain yung word ni God, ang nangyari is that uh, this kind of people rejected the word of God. Kaya yun yung first description. The seeds were thrown along the path. So in short, dahil hindi tinanggap or hindi binigyan ng pag-uunawa yung salita ng Panginoon, walang pagbabago na mangyayari dun sa buhay ng taong ito. The next one is this, verse 20, the second. As for what was sown on rocky ground, yung mabato na lupa, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Ito naman, no, yung uh, klase ng tao na narinig yung salita ng Panginoon and immediately nag-respond. In fact, even with joy, masaya siya na natanggap niya yung salita ng Panginoon. Yet, he has no root in himself but endures for a while. And when tribulation, persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. Ito naman daw yung mga klase ng tao na narinig at naunawaan naman ng salita ng Panginoon. They were able to receive the word of God but because parang alam mo yun, minsan no, yung parang uh, we say this eh, na parang minsan nagpadala lang minsan sa, alam mo yun, hype kasi siya, di ba may mga ganyang term tayo ngayon pero hindi talaga uh, deeply rooted okay yung salita ng Panginoon in uh, in our hearts or in their hearts example no nung nagkaroon na ng challenges ng problema ng persecution ay ayoko na kay Lord for example no pinagpray ko to kaso hindi naman ina, hindi naman sinagot ni Lord may tampo na kay Lord or masyado tayong minsan some another example will be uh, kala natin nung una, si Lord talaga yung pinakinggan natin or yung, uh, alam mo yun, minahal natin and all. Yung pala, kalaunan, mas nakatingin pala tayo or mas nakadepende tayo sa tao. 
Okay. Ay, kasi ito yung nangyari sa tao na ito. Ay, ayoko na rin kay Lord. Ganun pala yung maging, pagiging Christian. Okay, inastumble na. Okay, why? Kasi nga, uh, all along, hindi pala nakatingin kay Lord. Pero yung pala nakatingin lang sa tao or yung parang yung hype again. Ay, ay masaya dun sa youth service na yun kasi grabe may mga games, may mga uh, may, may pagkain or what. Okay? Those are the things that replaces. Okay? I'm not saying that those things are bad. We still do that. We have some fun. We had some, you know, fellowship. We do those things. We build relationship here in our church. But our faith should be founded to who Jesus Christ is, not to the people or not to what we experience when we go to the church. And so that's the second kind of people, no? Narinig naman nila yung salita ng Panginoon, they receive it immediately, pero dahil mababaw, okay? Yung pagkakaunawa, okay? Nung may dumating na ng mga problema, challenges, ayaw na bigla kay Lord. You know, I, I remember this, uh, I have one story, nag, nag all together kasi tayo nung nakaraan lang, no May 14, and then after our all together, we had a, uh, ano, nag-dinner kami, especially among those people, karamihan music team, si Victoria music team na rin yan, okay? so magkakasama kami, uh, nung, uh, ayan, may, may picture dyan, I believe, no? nakikita nyo, so, ang sa'yo nung kwentuhan namin, kain, in fact, overflowing pa yung pagkain namin during that time, but towards the end, no, nung patapos na kami kumain, one of the students asked me, sabi niya, and this is out of nowhere, ha? sabi niya, ate, napapagod ka din ba? <laughs> Actually, ang ganda nung ang ganda nung question niya, no? And then I just shared to her, of course, no? Nakakapagod din naman yung ginagawa ko, not only work per se, but life in itself. Tama ba? Di ba may mga iba wala, stress lang talaga tayo minsan or lalo na ngayon sa panahon natin ang daming nangyayari. And you know what? Sabi ko nga sa kanya, uh, senior to, no? yung one of our students, one of our worship leaders, sabi ko, actually, nakakapagod naman din talaga. But you know, one thing is for sure, the grace of God is with us. Lalo na kung nandun ka sa lugar kung saan kanya tinawag talaga. You know, wala namang madali sa buhay. Would you guys agree? Whether estudyante ka ngayon, you're in your family, uh, may problem kayo financially, may problem ka with your grades, or your, uh, you have fears for your futures, or may mga worries ka, this and that, wala namang talagang madali sa buhay. And most of the time, may mga panahon talaga na napapagod tayo. And hindi yun kasalanan. Hindi kasalanang mapagod, guys. no. But I want to say this, the grace of God is with us. I, I'm sharing this story because, di ba minsan, ang dali natin, pwedeng mag-give up na lang tayo. Ayoko na nito, ang hirap naman. Again, kapag may mga challenges na dumadating sa buhay natin, or yun nga, pag napagod tayo, parang ayoko na kailangan, magbago na ako ng uh, environment, or ayoko na itong ginagawa ko. Again, minsan, worse would be, ayoko na itong relationship na to kay Lord, kasi parang wala namang nangyayari, parang wala namang changes. Again, it's like the uh, soil or the rocky ground, no? Na minsan, pag may dumating lang ng mga challenges, ayaw na natin, we easily give up. But that's not the life that God wants for all of us. Third kind of soil, no, na inexplain ni Jesus Christ, verse 22. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and proves unfruitful. Wow. Okay, ito. Uh, I think many of us would relate to this. What does this mean, no? 
Ibig sabihin nito, no, narinig naman, naunawaan naman yung salita ng Panginoon. Sometimes nga, even may, kahit pa paano, may growth na rin. Ibig sabihin, uh, uh, may progress, may progress na yung walk natin kay Lord. Kaso, kalaunan, what happened is that, nagkaroon ng kakompetensya si Lord sa puso natin. This is the third kind of soil. What does, what does this tells us? For example, ano ba yung mga bagay na nagiging kakompetensya ni Lord sa buhay natin? One example, and the Bible is very clear on this, money. Okay? Minsan, no, ang, 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 ano nga eh, ang kulit nga eh, kasi diba nagpe-pray tayo kay Lord, Lord, provide for me, provide for my family, Lord, sana magkaroon ako ng magandang future, or sana itong side hustle na ginagawa ko, Lord God, sana maging fruitful to, i-bless mo to, Lord, and then, The Lord will answer it. And then, wow, Lord, the provide ka. Yay, this and that and all. Tapos biglang, ayan na, ang dami ng blessings and all. Tapos, ang nangyari, nakalimutan na natin si Lord. You know, minsan, no, dumating, dadating tayo sa, hopefully, hindi na tayo dumating sa ganung point. In fact, no, kasi nga, napag-uusapan na natin to ngayon. But, we have to be aware of it that it can actually happen. No, magkaroon ng kakompetensya si Lord sa buhay natin. What else? Uh, aside from money, I believe also business. No, minsan, sasabihin natin yan, busy kasi ako eh. So, uh, unang nakokompromise sa atin yung devotion natin kay Lord, pagbabasa natin ng word, yung uh, pagpe-pray natin kay God, even yung pag, uh, pag-fulfill natin sa call ni God para sa atin to preach the word of God or to demonstrate the gospel to other people. Minsan dahil sa business natin, yan yung mga bagay na uh, nagigive up natin or nakokompromise natin. And little did we know, no, ang naging Lord na pala ng buhay natin is our studies, is our career, is our future. We are so busy in building our future, pero little did we know, wala na pala si God sa picture. Now that's very dangerous. Sometimes, no, no matter how uh, good these things are, it can actually, the danger is, it can actually take us away from God. Kaya nga, we, uh, I remember in one of our preaching sa youth services natin, tinanong natin to eh, di ba? How do we build our lives? I think it was just in our last series, yung foundation ng buhay natin. Ano ba yung chase natin? Ano ba yung gusto, mga goals natin sa buhay natin? Part ba nun, si Jesus Christ? Part ba nun, is the kingdom of God? And so, I, I remember also another story, no? Um, ito naman, last, last time also, we just had our face-to-face na life group, okay? Among these ladies, I believe we have a picture there, no? Uh, I love one of, uh, one of the ladies there in, in, in our life group. May realization daw siya. At na-convict talaga siya ni Lord, no? And sabi, na-realize niya uh, along the way na wala na pala kay Lord yung hope niya. Pinarealize sa kanya ni Lord na, you know, uh, she's very passionate about what she wants to happen for our nation. She exercised her right to vote. She prayed through it. She thought about it, this and that. Pero kalaunan, narealize niya, Lord, na kanino pa ba yung hope ko? Na, nasa'yo pa ba? Or nandito sa kandidato na to? Or nandito sa sarili ko na dahil sa mga ginawa ko or mga participation na ginawa ko? And I love that, in fact, na-appreciate ko yun, sabi ko sa kanya, because she really humbled herself and talagang she just became vulnerable na grabe ate, na pa repent nga ako and napapray ako kay Lord na Lord, 
I'm sorry, hindi na pala ikaw, as, as she assessed daw yung life niya, yung mga actions niya, decisions niya, even her thoughts, dun lumabas na, Lord, wala na pala sa'yo yung hope ko. And so, God aligned her heart once again, and, and she said, Lord, I only put my hope in you and in you alone. Wow, that's a nice picture, no? Because we don't want to be this kind of soil, no? Na magkakaroon ng kakompetensya si Lord sa buhay natin along the way. And for the last soil in verse 23, and this is the kind of soil no, that God wants for us as His children. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, another sixty, and another thirty. In this good soil, Mga taong nakakinig, narinig yung salita ng Diyos at mahipag-uunawa. Okay? Kaya nga, nag-bear fruit pa to or namunga pa itong seed or itong buto or yung binhi na ito. Nagbunga siya, hindi lang para sa sarili nilang buhay, but the fruits even made an impact in the lives of other people. Ito yung pinagpe-pray natin na fruitfulness, no? yung hindi lang ikaw yung makikinabang, but other people around you will also be blessed by the fruits that God has given in your life, whether that would be your family, yung mga kaklase mo, mga kaibigan mo, or whoever people you will be able to uh, interact with. Ngayon, I got reminded tuloy no, nung John uh, chapter 15. If you have time, basahin nyo yung John 15. And sobrang ganda ng passage na to ng scripture because uh, naalala ko, yan yung sinasabi ni Lord na remain in me and I will remain in you. Okay? Pag nag-abide daw tayo kay Lord, kapag nakakapit tayo kay Lord, hindi natin mapipigilan, we will really bear much fruit. Fruit that will last. Fruit not only here, but even fruit that will last until eternity. No, talking about this, no, I want to say this because the kingdom of God is not about the here now. Yung ngayon lang, yung dito lang sa mundo habang nabubuhay pa tayo. No, because the kingdom of God is both here now and not yet. Anong ibig sabihin nun? It means it's working here now in our lives, in our world. The kingdom of God is present in our time today. But the completion of the plan of God is still about to come here and until eternity. Okay? Meron tayo yung future glory na nilulook forward. Yung completion ng buong plano ng Panginoon for His kingdom to come here on earth. The kingdom of God is both here now and not yet. That is why this parable is very important. Because it tells us these truths okay, na I want to share to all of us, which also are applications sa buhay natin. Kasi ito nga yung tanong natin kanina, no? anong implication nito sa buhay natin bilang mga Kristiyano? Bakit natin pinag-uusapan tong parable of the sower? Number, number one truth is this, the kingdom of God is where His word is being preached. Okay? Not only being preached, but will continue to be preached. No? Na even kahit after ng lifetime natin here on earth, kahit na, kasi may mga next generations pa tayo, future na mga anak natin, apo natin, apo ng apo ng apo. You know, uh, in the whole timeline of this world no, na ipagkakaloob ng Panginoon, His word will continue to be preached. This is what the kingdom of God looks like. Hindi kailanman, listen to this, hindi kailanman matitinag 
o masisira o magbabago ang salita ng Panginoon. The Word of God is unchanging. The Word of God will continue to transform lives of people. The Word of God will continue to convict hearts of people. The Word of God will continue to bring life to the people. Patuloy itong lalaganap and His Word will continue to be preached to all people. But here's the thing. Two things, no, na we can approach this um, uh, parable. Number one is this. First, tayo as recipients of the Word of God. Meaning to say, uh, as we receive this word, itong parable of the sower, yung isang banda is that we are, we are to assess what kind of soil are we. Okay? We have to ask ourselves, sino tayo dun sa four kinds ng soil na yon? I hope and I pray that we will be the good soil. Okay? But maybe as we assess right now or as we pray through it, Lord, yung number three pala ako na soil or dun pala ako, yung rocky ground pala ako or yung uh, seed na napunta lang sa daan or along the path. Now it's okay. No, This is not to condemn us. But again, this is an opportunity for us no, to ask the grace of God, Lord, I want to be a good soil. Lord, help me bring understanding na ma- 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 makilala kita lalo through your word na mas malaman ko kung sino ka, Panginoon, and that it will bear much fruit in my life. You know why? Because by the grace of God, we can live a life that will honor God. Okay? By the grace of God, we will be able to follow Jesus Christ and His word. And by the grace of God, we'll be able to fulfill the purposes that He has for our lives and through our lives. So, yun yung isang approach. The second one is this. Bilang mga sowers naman in the kingdom of God. Because as children of God, we're not just recipients, but we are also given a call by the Lord to continue okay, sowing the seeds of the word of God towards the people around us in our campuses, sa family, sa mga kaibigan mo, and even in our nation. As a people of God, we have the responsibility to sow the seeds. Okay? Meaning to say, we are called to preach the word of God to the people around us. Notice no, na yung, uh, nung kinuwento ko sa atin yung Matthew chapter 13. In verses 1 to 9, Ang kausap doon ni Jesus Christ during that time was the crowd. Okay, yung mga taong lumalapit sa kanya, pinupuntahan siya and all. But when he was explaining already the meaning, okay, ng parable na to, he was now talking to the disciples, okay? Because again, it tells us, no, pinapaliwanag sa atin ng Panginoon yung magiging role natin in the kingdom of God. And so, as, as someone who will preach the word of God or who will share the love of God, the word of God to other people, as followers of Jesus, take heart. Huwag tayo panghinaan ng loob. Tulad ng parable na to, may mga tao na when we preach the word to them, baka rocky ground sila or along the path pa yung puso nila. Okay lang, let's take heart. Let us not give up on preaching or uh, give up on reaching out to this people, wag tayong panghinaan ng loob because the more that we need to endure, the more that we need to preach and to live out the gospel. I want to end with this truth. The kingdom of God is here now and as the people of God, as his children, we are called by him to courageously and faithfully advance his kingdom. 
whether in our families, in our communities, in our campuses, in our nation, and even in the nations of the world. Okay? If we truly believe that the Word of God is powerful, it's a double-edged sword, it can transform lives of people, it can bring healing, it can bring life, let us have that conviction, Lord, Hindi ako magiging complacent, Panginoon, na hindi ko gawin yung uh, call mo para sa akin to preach the Word of God. Especially at this time, it's a very high time for us. The more that we need to preach the Word of God, the more that we need to share the truth to other people so that they themselves will be able to live a life that will honor God and will make disciples. Can we all bow down our heads right now and we will pray. Lord, Thank you so much for your word for us today. Lord, even siguro yung sa, some of us here, no, as we assess our lives right now or yung hearts namin, Lord, ano nga bang klaseng soil yung puso ko? Father, I pray that you give us the grace even to repent before you, Lord God. If many times, Lord God, mas inalaw namin yung ibang kakompetensya mo sa puso namin, Lord God, na mas yung ibang bagay nga na bibigyan namin ng panahon, na bibigyan namin ng pansin. But Father, I pray, for all of us, that we will be deeply rooted in the Word of God. Father, I pray na tulad nung na-imagine ko, Lord, para yung halaman, tapos yung picture na talagang deep sa soil, Lord God, talagang lumalaki yung mga roots, Lord God, na even kapag uh, yung pagtatanggalin yung halaman, eh, ang hirap buwagin, ang hirap uh, tanggalin, Lord God, kasi nga deeply rooted. Lord, that's my prayer for each and every one of us, especially for our young people. There will be challenges, there will be attacks from the enemy or from Satan, Lord God, whether in their weaknesses, Lord God, or yung mga uh, things na sobrang malapit sa puso nila and madali silang mapanghinaan ng loob. Father, I pray, by the grace of God, Lord, I pray that you guard the destiny that you have already placed in their lives. Father, I pray na yung salita mo will be like our best friend, Lord God, na talaga namang hindi namin lalayuan, hindi namin titigilan, and all the more, Lord God, we will live it out with understanding that you will be giving us. Lord, I also pray, God, Holy Spirit, I pray that you will bring deep conviction in our hearts na yung salita mo, Panginoon, it will not just stay in us. But Father, I pray that we'll be able, Lord God, to preach your word with power, with clarity, with wisdom, Lord God, and even, Lord, with compassion towards the people around us. Lord, I pray. Lord, ngayon palang pinapaalala mo na sa amin sino yung mga tao na to sa paligid namin na we can speak to, that we can pray for, that we can share the word of God to. Maybe yung iba sa mga kaibigan, invite ko na nga to sa life group namin. Uh, Mag-start nga ako ng one-to-one with this person because I want to also help this person na makilala niya si Lord through the word of God. Lord, whatever way it is, Lord God, help us, Lord God, so that we'll be able to advance your kingdom, Lord God, by preaching your word to the people around us. Lord, thank you. Continue to minister to us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.